0: You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP. For over three decades in Northampton, the Haymarket Cafe was a community meeting place, a place where students went to study, a place where um, uh, lovers dated. It was just a, a place that people uh, felt would reliably be a place that they can actually go and enjoy themselves, either alone or with friends, family. Uh, colleagues, fellow students. Um, the Haymarket Cafe has gotten into financial woes. It's not the only restaurant in the history of the United States to get into financial woes. It seems to be part of the industry's challenges that uh, always rears its head. Uh, the uh, Haymarket Cafe was founded by David and Peter Simpsons, the brothers, back in 1991. And with us today to talk about the Haymarket and his... Uh, Profound desire to uh, resuscitate it uh, is Peter Simpson. Peter, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: So you you're engaged in a a GoFundMe. So why don't you tell? Well, I guess let's start with the Haymarket. Tell us about how it came about, mm. what it is, what your aspiration was, and what it became.
1: In our minds, it was. Going to be something where we
0: didn't have a boss and
1: uh, we could drink coffee and read books. It was a bookstore cafe when we first opened. Um, it got very busy immediately because there really weren't any cafes in town, and we really wanted to create a place that people could come and be out in public and not have to spend much money. It was in the middle of a recession at the time, and and we felt we wanted to try and make something which was different than the restaurants that we had been working at. Where did the name Haymarket come from? Uh, Haymarket is, my brother was a history uh, buff, and he uh, he was looking into the history of the, 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 the rise of the labor movement in Chicago, and um, it was demonstrations uh, around the eight-hour work week And at the time, uh, some police were killed at some of the demonstrations, and uh, seven or eight of the local anarchist agitators were rounded up. And four of them were hung, and the other four uh, were were in jail. So it seemed like something that we wanted to try and aspire to, to. like I and the uh, name
0: Haymarket because
1: oh, because the, the demonstrations were in Haymarket Square there we in, go. in um, Chicago. Sorry,
0: I was fishing and fishing there, <laughs> right? So, um, so you opened up the Haymarket, and the aspiration would be that it would be this community gathering place, right? Yes, yes, that was affordable. And so, tell us what happened over the next well, decades. Of the you, hey, if you
1: don't mind telling us, what year did it open, actually? I didn't know uh, we opened in 1991,
0: 91. and yep. um, uh, over the years we
1: went through a, a number of renovations, just trying to make the place bigger, and so that we had more space to work with, um, but we eventually had have currently both, bo- both floors, such that there's a full restaurant downstairs, and cafe and bakery up upstairs, and juice right. bar.
0: And and uh, during many of those years, it was a very bustling, pleasant place to be, and um, it it became a sort of um, a gathering place for many many people in this in this town, a sort of iconic community-based, um, sort of new uh, uh, what what resides at the intersection of crunchy and and new age and smart and comfortable, wherever that is. That's what I think the Haymarket Cafe was. for I appreciate a lot of us. that. Thank you. So, it began to you ran into financial trouble. So, tell us what happened and how lead us to that point where we can talk about a GoFundMe. Yeah, you know, uh, w- working through the pandemic was uh,
1: very, very was very hard, and um, you know, we were given PPP grants loans um, so that we could maintain a workforce, and so we did that, even though we didn't have the sales anywhere near what the labor costs were, but I felt like that was the point of the fund. So we just hired people, like so people were painting, people were, we were open, but just wasn't very busy. <clears throat> anyway, that sort of labor costs continued such that even in the year 2022, our labor costs were 49%, which is kind of embarrassing for uh, an owner, but uh, nevertheless, Um, and then coming out of COVID almost felt harder. It almost felt harder than opening the first time. And at the same time, I was experiencing personal difficulties and all of it just sort of collided where I felt like, I mean, I got behind and I didn't catch it. Financially.
0: Correct, yes. Financially. So, the uh, terrible problems the professional uh, mm-hmm. side of things, in your personal life you were having problems. We all know what that's like mm-hmm. and the two collided and resulted in you falling way behind in your financial obligations too. Exactly. I mean, I have to accept that. That is true. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you decided to do a GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. What brought you to that point?
1: You know, I had thought about it previously, but I, somehow I didn't want to do that. And it just became like I couldn't continue. I was running out of gas. I had really no money at all. And when I began the GoFundMe
0: page, it really moved me. You could have left the cafe go. You could have said at that point, all right, I did what I could. A lot of restaurants fail. It's 32 years it was, it was yeah. wonderful, and let it go. But instead, you decided, "I want to try to resurrect this thing." You Why? Know,
1: I, well, at first, when I when the cafe was closed, I really began to like it. I was like, "Oh, this is this is nice, not
0: having people text me all the time."
1: But then I really <laughs> I just have I, to I, interrupt. I, I began I had, to miss it. And <laughs> I had
0: some friends who were uh, the Side Hill Farm folks. They they yes. had their own herd of cattle for a long time, and then they sold their farm. And their they still produce the yogurt yep. and sour cream, but they they sold the farm and all the cows. And the next time I saw them, I said, how are you doing? And Amy uh, Klippenstein said, I just made a huge discovery. There's this thing called weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're saying yeah. that all of a sudden, you know, you had its freer time. You didn't have the burden of owning yeah. and running a restaurant. And you said, well, that's kind of nice, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm getting older and I, you know. I didn't go to college, and uh, all I know is the restaurant industry. And I quite honestly just miss seeing people and being in that environment, and 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 just uh, being in that space, which feels really like my home.
0: Quite honestly. So Peter Simpson, I have to ask you. Um, there was an untimely article that I saw in Mass Live. And uh, given that uh, even the name was an homage to labor struggles that were Mm -hmm. manifested in Haymarket Square in Chicago famously. And despite the fact that you had these aspirations to give your workers uh, and and maintain your workers even during the pandemic with Mm -hmm. those PPP funds from federal loans and grants, um, still there's an allegation of bad working conditions made by former employees of Haymarket Cafe. And this wouldn't be a new show if I didn't ask you Notwithstanding the fact that we want to raise money for a hay mar- market, you have to address these concerns articulated by former workers. So, what do you have to say about this allegation of bad working conditions for employees?
1: I, I have spent a lot of time thinking about it because it's important for me to grow as a person. But it w- was very... It's been difficult for me to respond. I don't want to be defensive. Something has happened, and people experience something, and I can't belittle that or say that it was not true. It is hard for me to even say that it feels larger than my experience, that it might seem exaggerated. because I don't like the way that it sounds. It seems terrible. But I couldn't understand, I couldn't recognize the person that was being described. Camilla had said that the power and control he holds over people extends far beyond the time we work for him and that people are afraid of retribution or being blacklisted from other restaurants. Camilla seems to be accusing me of being involved in some sort of McCarthy-esque group of Northampton restaurant owners who blacklist employees when they have crossed the line or acted up. That I am volatile and scream at my staff throwing chairs off the fire is not true. How does the criticism of running out of coffee go to a place where everything is out? Brooms in the closet have never caught on fire. When the health department asked me to move it, I did. When the water leak was observed, I tracked it to its source upstairs and called the landlord. I then called the plumber directly after. I want to look at this because there must be something there that I have to understand. But I don't think it could, can exclude the cafe being open again because I feel like there are many wonderful things about the place. So I am trying to work on it and hope that people
0: can meet me. Well, we can't do anything more than learn and evaluate what people, mm-hmm. other people's experiences are. Mm-hmm. We're all products of our experience, and employers and employees don't always share the same... Perch from which to perceive we have separate truths sometimes, yes, having said that, mm-hmm. tell us for those who really love the Haymarket Cafe, for those who really want to see the Haymarket Cafe be resuscitated, tell us what people can do to to help breathe air back into that wonderful creation of yours.
1: I mean, people have been so overly generous with the GoFundMe page. I'm also asking if people would be uh, would consider a micro loan of some sort and um, I'm just trying to raise as much money as possible the banks sometimes are a little impatient um, but um, yes then the on GoFundMe the Haymarket has a place that one can donate if they wish so tell um, us tell us people go to GoFundMe how do they actually do it you know it seems like a pretty intuitive Page actually, there's a there's a a large black button right under a picture of, I think it was a, we were doing a reading on um, on the Constitution, downstairs, and um,
0: so there's a photo of that, and then there's a big donate button underneath. So we've been talking with Peter Simpson. It's the Haymarket Cafe. There is a GoFundMe page. He's asking for your support to restore, to resuscitate. Um, That community gathering place that so many of us relied on. Thank you so much, Peter Simpson, and good luck with your project. Thank you so much. We're going to be right back with Dr. Jane Fleischmann, our resident sexologist. And Buzz Eisenberg.